Hello, everybody. I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And Call Me By Your Name is a movie that is one of my very top favorite movies of this year. It is, to me, great in every way. Um, it's not a strange thing for a critic to say, but I'm saying it anyway. It gets to you because it's about first love, heartbreak, everything like that. Luda Guadagnino, who directed it, did a great job. Army Hammer is in it and doing a great job. And my guest today, Timothy Shoutman. Thank you for having me, Peter. And I can't oh, believe uh, I didn't ask you before, is this real popcorn? It's real popcorn and you can eat it. Fantastic. And so I'm going to ask you, even before we talk about Call sure. Me By Your Name, is that you have so many names. Mm-hmm. You're Timothy. Mm-hmm. And because your dad's French, are you really Timothée? It's supposed to be Timothée, but that always just seemed like too obnoxious requirement to put on people. So, Timothy, Tim, Timmy, After Doug, your third Max, Oscar, Alex. you can go back to Timothée. <laughs> I think it's good. Oh, God. Good. Oh, God. Then I saw some interview with you where uh, someone from China had said, your name translates as sweet tea. Well, in Chinese, it's Tian Chen, I think, is the, is the closest translation. So I've been told. Mm-hmm. And that translates closely to sweet tea. So sweet tea. Now, now, everywhere I go with Luca and Army, that's, that's become my nickname. No complaints. Sweet tea. Sweet and tea. then in your rapper days. Oh, God. Yeah. No? Little I'm Timmy gonna, Tim? I'm never going to escape that. No, that's everywhere now. I know. You know what? No. It's kind of like a relief in some way because I felt like maybe I, there was a certain pressure that I had to like develop a British accent and become like a thespian or something talking about this movie. But now that they're... Now, and certainly I, I do think I am, but not to that uh, vocabulary. So, What do they call you at home, your parents? Uh, Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. That's always been like a nice barometer to see. Like if somebody shouts Timmy across the room, it's like, ah, family member, someone from, <laughs> someone from the get-go. And Timothy's more like, yeah, you know, whatever works, really. I'm not particular about these things at all. I'm shocked you even want to speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be. I mean, because it's kind of a, of a Timothy Chalamet film festival this year. I mean, Lady Bird. <laughs> yes. You're uh, also in that. Mm-hmm. You're in Hostiles, mm-hmm. you know. So... Anytime you turn around and look at him, why weren't you in Dunkirk? I just don't understand why you're not in all of the movies that well, I will be saw, nominated. You know, I was in Interstellar. I had a small part in Interstellar. You did. So you had, had Chris, Chris Nolan, Nolan film. And I, like I was saying to you before, I got to see him the other night. And I said, hey, you know, I love Dunkirk so much. And I love that there were 16 male roles in there, you know. And I, I never auditioned or anything. No, I said jokingly. And he, he laughed and he said, you know, for British audiences, British characters are sacred ground. And that's totally understandable. So... Maybe there'll be something else. Well, you could do British. You could do French. You could well, do the Italian. hope, you know, and certainly that's uh, hopefully a challenge I'll get to meet at some point, but uh, nothing on the radar <laughs> in that regard, too. <laughs> well, yeah, there is. But tell us, because you've never had an opportunity to do mm. this before, just who you play sure. in Call Me By Your Name. Oh, I play Elio Perlman. Uh, it's the, uh, the protagonist in the novel, and it's a precocious 17-year-old boy who's book smart and gets to spend his summer's in this gorgeous area in Italy and visiting graduate students who's studying with my father, played by Michael Stuhlbarg, comes into town and at first I think the self-assuredness and brashness of this man Oliver, played, played by Army Hammer, is a little bit of a repellent and, and is confusing to Elio, but soon that confidence takes over and then feelings of attraction take over and if I keep talking I'll, I'll ruin the movie, so I'll go see the movie. But what about in terms of your family? What did they say to you? Because I'm more interested in their reviews than anybody. Um, well, for my dad it was, a, it was an especially surreal experience because I spent my summers in France growing up and 
And I just, that's very much never been the outgoing, actorly, like, performative part of me. You know, in France, the way, you know, it, like, young people, you know, young people aren't the center of the attention in the room in France, the way, like, <laughs> in the States, you, know, you can have an eight-year-old doing something cute in the middle of the room. So it's been surreal, I think, for the both of us that this weird French... There's a weird French through line through the film, this performance, that there's many languages in it, because I guess I just never thought that the acting part of me would have that part of it, too. But my parents have been proud. You know, I really, I, I, I got really, really lucky with my parents. You know, I've gotten to work with other actors or even my discussions with Armin and the way his parents thought of his acting or his mm-hmm. decision to pursue an acting career. That's not been my experience, I'm, and I'm really lucky in that regard. Well, you are, but any movie that... Because to me, this is a sensual movie, mm. not necessarily a sexual movie. Everything yes. seems to be eroticized, even... No, it's true. You know, you just walk around, and, and that's, that's Luca. it. That's to the summer. It's Luca. That's right. who he is, you know? He's yeah. everybody. No, it? it makes me think of, you know... I hope people have seen this film, and if they watch this, but in I Am Love, there's this amazing shot of Tilda Swinton making love in the grass, mm-hmm. and there's flies, and that's really, like... A testament to Lucas filmmaking, this idea that things just breathe into each other and 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 characters bleed into one another, and you can't really tell what's one sequence and what's what what's another, and the food is a character and the house is a character and the setting is a character. So to get to be a part of that at a young age, it seemed like a no-brainer. What always gets me about this breakthrough for you, right. as somebody who has seen you on stage in Prodigal Son and. You, to look wow, at I that, didn't know that. But That's to, awesome that you saw that. To Peter. look at John, that John Patrick's... When you're playing him... Right. You know, I, I just remember that line. You, do you remember 15? Do right. you remember what it is to be this age to do it? But at your age, to give that quality of a stage performance mm-hmm. at that is pretty staggering. And then you do a movie like Miss Stevens, which comes in, people haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but if they should, and then you do you Biff's monologue from Death of a Salesman mm-hmm. and wipe everybody out doing mm-hmm. it. So people know you, they saw you on Homeland, right? Mm-hmm. They've seen you do other things like that, mm-hmm. but they never saw you on stage because they couldn't, right. and they probably haven't seen Miss Stevens. Right. So this is going to be the first time for a lot of people. Right. And... I don't know. You seem to be somebody who is in a position to have a really long career in this business. Oof, well, yeah, I don't, I mean... How do you think about when you, when you, you know, try to honestly, what I think about is the idea that Donald Trump is president and we might not be around in a year. And uh, that's like genuinely the thought I have, which is it, it seems presumptuous or too quick to think like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm set for a period of time here. This film's gotten a rapturous welcome, but it hasn't come out yet. So we don't really mm-hmm. know. Um, certainly the reception we've gotten thus far. I got to do a project, Beautiful Boy, last year that'll come out next year. With Steve Carell. With Steve Carell. And I don't think... The ability to get that project or to be offered that role, I don't think would have happened without the filmmakers and the producers seeing this film. But I don't know. I I try to take it like a day at a time, and the idea that it's a marathon and not a sprint. And I know for any actor, their prescription is to go up and down and up and down and up and down. So this is a great moment right now. I'm so happy to be doing this with a film that I'm actually proud of and I really like, yeah. and not okay, whatever. I was gonna get myself in trouble again there. Um, but uh, I I don't know. It's like Peter. It's so. It's crazy for me to hear you say it like that. I almost have to pinch myself because I've watched this show. I've watched the show in the back of cabs. I've watched it online. I've watched it on YouTube. And it's, um, I don't want to say like vindicating or something because I, what is there to be vindicated about? But like, I've been trying very hard not to do the things that 
are maybe financially a little more accessible or maybe make it on mm-hmm. screens like you alluded to Miss Stevens and I'm so proud of that movie I wish more people had seen that movie and that's a movie that every actor in it Lily Rabe Lily Reinhardt myself in Julia Hart's direction like we gave everything mm-hmm. and that's what's so satisfying about this movie is we worked so hard on it and like this story is so important for right now it's an unabashed celebration of love in a time that is so cynical and sinister everything's like falling apart it seems so there's something even more Sorry, because I you I mean no but there. no you should I mean you still have this passion for something you right. did over a year ago no absolutely uh, because it's there because of the commitment that's there mm-hmm. but Michael Stubarg who does for those who haven't seen it yet who does play your dad in this uh, Luca the director said this movie is in a way an homage to fathers right because this Michael has that wonderful speech where he says follow your heart right. do what you need to do. He's not criticizing you. He's saying, if you feel love, go after it yeah. and do it. And we live in a world that kind of says, no, do it by the way we say you should do it. Yeah, or a world where it's, you know, you're supposed to be averse to pain, particularly at a young age, and particularly like in a you know, masculo-characterized 2017 where like to feel anything is to be weak um, and to be confused about what you're feeling or who you're attracted to is to not know yourself for a second. Mm-hmm. And it's too easy to point to the social media stuff. Like, I, I get tired of hearing about that and everyone pointing to that. But it's true, like, if you have an image of yourself and an idea of yourself and you're, you've already submitted to that at 16, 17, or 18, particularly when you're in show business and there's, like, a mirror put in front of you where there isn't usually at that age, like, you have an idea of yourself and it's not fair to yourself. I mean, I, I, have, I have no idea who, who the man is I am today. They say the male brain develops until you're 25 and I'm 21. <laughs> so who knows? You know, so you're just this amorphous mass Yeah, of who something. knows? I mean, I could be, you know, for all I know, I might be in a psychiatric institution six years from now, so... <laughs> Um, I'm like all over the place, Peter. I'm sorry, I'm like rambling. I'm like nervous to be up here with you. But uh, 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 sorry, what was the question? No, <laughs> but it's it's not, you don't see. You seem like you have found your center, so that when you work, that's what it's about. And the rest of it is, in a way, noise. Yeah, well, that's also it is, the, it's a little. It has to be a little bit. Yeah, like I mean, it's also the gift of the project. It's the gift of the you know mentors I have in my life. Like I feel like I have the greatest agents in the world. Where the idea has been to tell good stories with good filmmakers, not to become well known or make money. It's not about that. And and that's the protection of the agents I have. Um, Do you get intimidated at all by the quality of the people you've been getting to work with, which is extraordinary? Yeah, it is intimidating because I think, I think like, I just don't want to, I don't want to, you know, burnout is like too easy, it's too easy a way to put it. Um, Like I did, you know, kind of a round table with Gyllenhaal and Franco and mm-hmm. <laughs> Gyllenhaal and Franco Jake Gyllenhaal Jake and James Gyllenhaal. Franco <laughs> Gary Oldman Hugh Jackman and Jeremy Renner and I'm looking around there and I'm like these are all guys I've been looking at and studying and admiring you know for I, I saw The Dark Knight that made me want to act and they were saying things like you know somebody asked them a question like where were you guys at, at his age and mm-hmm. it was either drama school not where he is not where he is and there's a great feeling to that okay great I'm here or at least I'm here for the moment but I do not want to be one of these um, I don't want to flame out or anything you know the roadmap for young male actors is maybe, <laughs> or just young performers period is not the strongest at times which is why I'm super lucky to have Army because he's been doing this he's been filling out this business for a while he has a family he's a great man he's a great husband he's an <laughs> awesome father he's an awesome mentor so I've been lucky to like lean on him and certainly with the What's been happening with this film, like, 
he's had experience with other projects that are on a certain sort of hype train, whether it's things that are independent leaning, like Birth of a Nation, or things like Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I'm being a little rambly, but I wanted to say this before too. What's nice about you know doing all this stuff for the first time with this film? I was talking about this with one of my best friends recently, and doing the press stuff around it like this is I don't feel like I'm making a leap when I'm presenting myself. I'm not in service to the commercial or whatever property mm-hmm. is that I'm playing but rather this is uh, you know this is like who I am or something or at least that's who I am today so if that makes any sense well it does make sense but it's that you can function within it within the level of intimidate I mean even Chris Nolan is somebody that you may have had not the big starring role in Interstellar, right. but you're the son of Matthew McConaughey's character, mm-hmm. and you're working with this kind. And now you're working with Greta Gerwig, who is basically just starting her career as mm-hmm. a director to do mm-hmm. that. And it's not the leading role. And you don't seem to be afraid to take parts that are saying, I, even if I'm in it for three scenes, it's worth me having this experience. Oh, man, Peter, I, you make me feel so good. And, like, this is going to be so hard not to speak in, like, self-aggrandizing or self-prophesizing terms, which I really try not to do. But to hear you say it like that, it's so satisfying because that's why I did a part like I did in Hostiles, which isn't, like, a huge part or anything. But I wanted to watch how Christian Bale works on a set for a month and a half because he's an incredible actor. And sure enough, there are things I can, you know... Steal! Not necessarily steal, but just even the you know the idea that it's a marathon and not a sprint, mm-hmm. and the way he shows up on set every day and he's ready to go and he doesn't reach for anything in a scene, which is you know the privilege of getting to be leads in a movie for twenty thirty years. But as a young actor, you know you're reaching all the time, and so to watch him go to work, it's that was an insane experience, and it's something I'm totally happy I did, even though the role's not huge. But I just wanted to be around those veterans and those greats. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, when you're when I'm in a scene with like Christian Bale or Steve Carell or McConaughey or Saoirse when you watch people so closely you know how good they are it almost takes the pressure off a little bit there's a documentary named Supermensch or something about that legendary manager (laughs) and he said something about like less known people being in pictures with very well known people and how it always has a better effect on the less known person (laughs) because the well known person looks like they're with a rando and to that degree you feel like you have to do less in scenes with them because they're just I've seen them in so many things and seen them being interesting when they're not really doing anything. Um, well, Search is kind of your age. S- yes. So it's, you know, and yet has this tremendous ability to um, make the noise go away and focus on what's happening. Yeah, I, and like, that was the gift of working with Saoirse at that age on Lady Bird, but also Lucas Hedges, who's my age, who was in Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea, is that, you know, they're very much work-first actors, which seems like cliched or something, but it's just, it's true. And with Sersha, what's so insane is the uh, egolessness, which is, I guess, something you hear a lot too, but it's just, that it's so intimidating. I mean, if you walked around swinging her shoulders a little bit more, it would almost be easy because, easier, because mm-hmm. she's the big dog on set and she was the lead, but she was... And also the role in that movie, I'm supposed to be kind of an object of desire or at least an object of aloofness or somebody with a sense of superiority that was tough as hell with Saoirse because I don't feel any of that with her <laughs> it's certainly our relationship in real life did not play out at all like that and so that she came over one day she said oh you know we're, we're all going to get drinks after work today if you want to come and I said oh you know well I don't have a fake ID she said oh you don't have a fake ID and I said no well, you know what's the rush she said <laughs> what's the rush and then she walked away and I kind of wanted to go yeah no come back like, yeah, please think I'm cool you know <laughs> I like this. totally made myself not cool to her so yeah, Saoirse is an incredible actress that 
is is as good when you're working with her as when you're watching her on screen. And you just finished working with Woody Allen. And I just finished working with Woody Allen as well, yeah. What more could a young actor be wanting? It's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, I'm just trying to pinch myself. And as I've said before, this is not a talking point. It's just a reality. It's like a therapeutic reality in my head. Actors' careers go up and down and up and down and up and down. So it'll be a nice crash soon. Well, no. Let's put no, the no, crash off a little not. bit I hope not. while you hope have not. all this doing. All right. But this is the first time you've been here, so you <clears throat> don't know that we end in song. Oh, we do end in we song. We end in song. We, I like how you said that, too, because you're... So you're going to join me? I would, if I knew it, I would, you know. Uh, but, you know, I, the, I remember, what was that song? It was from America. In oh, yes. Event. What was it? Uh, uh, down, down, down. Down, 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 down. Uh, meet me in the middle. Yeah, will you meet me in the, the middle? middle? Will you meet, meet me, me in the in air? The air? Will you love me just a little? Just <laughs> enough to show yeah, you care. You care. Yes. So I try to make it. I don't mind saying I just can't make it. Da, da, da. <laughs> By the way, that's one of the scenes in Miss Stevens I watch and I go, bring it in, Timmy, bring it, it in. in. Stop it. <laughs> Come on. Bring it in. Don't make that's it. It's like the one it. scene in the movie I'm like, oh. No, Did I think lo- the anyway. next thing you'll be doing is a musical. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I hope I didn't just. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Well, no, because I saw stuff of you where you were in Sweet Charity. Oh, when you were it. In, you know, Man, Peter, you know. I You've know seen what it. happens. I've seen that. Sweet Charity was a production I did in high school. I know. And it was a LaGuardian. Like, we really did I'm like, a completist now. You're a completist. I'm a completist on t- in terms of Timothy Chalamet. There's a guy named Nardwar online, and he does interviews where he like will bring things out of people's past, and they are always on camera. They're always like, what, "Where did that? Where come did from? you get that yeah. from?" And I'm surprised you saw that sweet charity video or had any awareness. Well, that I, I just think it's all going to happen for you. So good. It's all good. Oh, hopefully. Great to Thanks, see you. Thanks, Peter. This is so cool to being here, it. man. Seriously, <laughs> thank you. You are.